Okay, this is what I want you to do. Yes. All right. I want you to press um, star three. Wait a minute. You write it down. Make sure. I'm gonna watch you do it. Three, I did it. Uh huh. And then you're gonna then it's gonna ask you uh put in the pin number. Pin number is five seven seven six. Five seven five. I know my numbers, okay. Five seven six six. No, five seven seven six. Seven. Okay. Seven six. Okay. Five seven seven six. That. That's it. Yes. So from your phone, put star. Um, go ahead and put star three. I'm. I'm gonna do it. Put. I'm gonna do the pound. Okay. Just a minute. It'll say um. What are we studying tonight? Oh, All right, hold on. Just, I want you to turn it off. Turn the record off. Okay, how do I do that? Right now, do, do the star three. Star three again. Okay. Star three. That's what you want. Okay, do star three. Hmm? Star three, right? Yep. All right, and it's going to ask you for the PIN number. Yes, okay, not valid, valid option. Hold on, I'll do it one more time. See, it says that. It says not valid option, PIN option. Okay. All right, from the house phone, it's saying, you saying star three and it's not allowing you to do it? Yes, it says, that, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I did it, it turned it off, it says 5776, seven, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I did. If they ask you the PIN number, it says pound 5776. Pound. Okay, pound. Okay, that's what I did do. Okay, let me try it again. Okay, I'm gonna log okay, I'm logging in from the see what it look what you doing. All right, so um star three. That's the star three, yeah. And okay. And what does it say? 
After that. I put, oh, oh, it says, oh, six, one, three, one, three, one, three, one, three, oh, five, seven, seven, six, 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 okay, you. No, it's not telling you that. Okay. All right, hold on just a minute. Let me show you. Okay. Star. So just she just turned it on. Okay. So that's how you Star. do it. Star one. Star one. Okay. Uh, kind of okay. Start recording, right? Put star. Yes. All right. Star. Okay. There we go. All right. Thank you guys for coming to tune in tonight. Amen. To the Prophetic Shift. Amen. Podcast Network on tonight. Amen. On Sunday night. Amen. Explosion on tonight. And we give God glory and honor. Amen. For additional information. Amen. Everybody, feel free, amen, to give us a call, amen, uh, to connect with the podcast team, amen, throughout the week, amen. And we give you those, those announcements um, right after, amen, um, we get ready to close out on tonight, amen. And tonight, amen, tonight message, amen, will be coming up, and I'm going to do that but right before we get, amen, Joshua, to read the scripture. Okay. We're going to have, uh, have him read the scripture, Psalms 91, and then we're going to have Prophet Prophet, you're going to close us with the second scripture, which is uh, Psalms 80. Okay, Psalms 80. Amen. We're going to have Psalms 80. So he'll have, he's the one that's going to close us out that he's going to, that's going to start us into the uh, the message on tonight. He's doing the, he's just doing the uh, scripture for prayer, and then he's going to do the opening. Amen on tonight. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get ready to do that. Have uh, Joshua read Psalms 91. The, the one who lives under the protection of the most, of the, the most high, dwells in the channels of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortune, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the hunter's neck. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a, a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. 
because you have made the Lord my rescue, most high, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you, no plague will come near your tent. For he, he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he lovingly devoted to me, I will exalt, deliver him. I will exalt him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him my honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. That is what I'm going to Amen. We're going to have Prophet. He's going to go ahead and, and conclude uh, Psalm 80. Psalm 80 on tonight. Psalm 80. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Messiah, Manasseh, stir up thy strength hat and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us a shrive unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, O God, of hosts, and cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou preparedest room before it, and didst cause it to take deep root, and it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the box thereof were like the godly Goodly cedar. She sent out her bowls unto the sea and her branches unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedges, so that all they which pass by the way do pluck her? The boar out of the wood doth waste it, and the wild beast of the field doth devour it. Return, we beseech thee, O God of hosts. Lock, look down from heaven and behold, and visit the, this vine, and the vineyard which thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou madest strong for thyself. It is burned with fire, it is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Yeah. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of Man whom thou madest strong for thyself. So will not we go back from thee, quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord, God of hosts, 
cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Amen. 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 We'll start it over. The prophet is saying, prophet saying, put us place of the intercessor. Amen. You want me to pray? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Father, we thank you for, hallelujah, for the opportunity to come before the throne of grace. We thank you now in the name of Jesus. And we say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every word that rises up in judgment, we shall condemn it. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you now, God, for the morning glory. We thank you now, God, for walking in our right mind. We thank you now that our children be saved by grace, God, in the name of Jesus. We praise you. We adore you. We thank you, and we magnify you, God, for you are king of glory and mighty in battles, that no weapon again shall prosper against us, God. Hallelujah. We thank you now, God, for families. We thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the move of God tonight and this word, God, that we need a word from the Lord. And we tell you thank you in advance, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And we seal this prayer. Hallelujah. With a thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. 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 We thank God on tonight. Amen. We feel ready to go into the word on tonight. Amen. We're going to break the scriptures. Amen. Um, to everybody uh, for participating. We're going to read tonight. Amen. And my topic, amen, on tonight is stand, can you stand in the fight? Stand in the fight. Amen. The scripture said it says, I fight a good fight. Good fight of faith. Amen. You know, faith and without faith, um, nothing is impossible. Amen. So we have to understand that uh, fighting, amen, with the faith that we have. So we cannot go in the rain and then knowing in the midst of even though I might get knocked down, I may get dragged out, I may be dragged through the rain. I might even get hit in the head a couple of times, but I'm still in spite of, I'm not going to allow the enemy to beat me down. I'm not going to allow the enemy to trample over me over and, and even though the, the scripture says, even in Psalms 91, it says that he gave us power over the enemy, amen, the trample over the enemy, uh, the trample over the snake, the trample of every, everything that is foul, amen, that tries to come against us, that we must stand in the fight, amen. And standing in the fight, amen, uh, when you're getting ready to stand and position yourself in the fight, uh, you stand in a stance. There are certain stances that you have to be in the position to fight. First of all, you have to know how the enemy, how the enemy will attack. You have to understand the enemy's tactics. Understanding his tactics means you got to understand where the next move he's going to make. See, he already knows what we're going to make because of the fact that, like I said, God has given him permission to a certain extent. To allow to say, okay, well, I have confidence in my children, so I already know that he's not, they're not going to bow down to you. They're not going to give up. So you can try to do whatever you want to do, but it's not going to work. Amen. So that's where the scripture says, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that rise up against thee shall be condemned. Amen. So these darts, just because the darts, amen, may prick your little fingers or prick your arms or it may even try to deflate your your um, your weaponry or even the the, uh, the metal that you have on as armory, but that doesn't mean that you're going to give up the fight. Amen. So we stand in the fight, we stand in proxy, and we stand in position knowing 
the different type of fights. All right, so you have a different type of fight, and then before we get into the scripture, just a little slight introduction. You are we're in a position, and we're, we're in position to fight. Okay, now if you do not know the different types of level of fighting or the different type of strategies of fighting, you wouldn't be able to uh, wrestle against the enemy. All right. The Bible says in, in, in uh, Ephesians, it says six, right? It says six that we wrestle not against flesh. So we wrestle against things that what that we can't see, right? We can't give them an uppercut because we can't see the natural. But in the spiritual realm, we can see it. You may not be able to give them a little hook in the natural, but in the spirit realm, we should be able to give them a little hook. We should be able to give the enemy an uppercut in the spiritual realm, but in the natural realm, you may not be able to see that. See, the enemy wants you to throw all these these uh, simple little blows, all these blows. He wants you. He noticed when he has your fighting and stuff like that, see, the enemy wants to wear us out. But if we understand the flow of how the enemy goes and how he moves, we already know the job of the enemy was three things, right? Is to what? Kill, to steal, and to steal. All right? So that's his job. That That is his job. It's not, you know, and, and just because that you are a child of God does not mean that you won't get attacked. Just because you are a child of God does not mean the enemy won't try you. Because if he tried Jesus and he tested Jesus in the midst of the wilderness, amen, in the period of 40 days and 40 nights. Remember when he went and immediately went into, yes, he went into the desert. He went into there immediately. It drove him into it. So because that lets you know that it was actually set up for a test. How many knows the enemy sets us up for a test on a daily basis? But if we don't know how to identify what that test is, uh, it may, it, 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 what it is is causing us to throw blank blows. Amen? So we don't want to get to the, to the position that we got to throw blank blows, but we have to position ourselves that we know where it's coming, so we get ready to hit. So when we get ready to hit with our left hand and draw it back, amen, we should be able to knock, to knock him out right under his jaw. If we hit him with the right, our hands may be right. We may have to do, you know, slap him around a little bit, amen, and we might have to duck and jive. And you, and you notice, like, in the, in the boxing ring, they be moving around, running and shuffling with their feet and everything because they don't want to wear themselves out, right? So we don't want to wear ourselves out with the enemy. We don't want to waste our time. And, you know, we're shuffling. The reason why we're shuffling is that we're studying the enemy and studying what the next move he's going to make. So we're shuffling. We're shuffling, and at the same time, we are gaining momentum. The same time that we're shuffling is the same time we're looking at the enemy. We say, okay, what's the next we're getting ready? What, okay, what's the next blow he's getting ready to make? So I may have to put, I may have to block this because I don't want to, uh, continue to keep hitting and I'm, and, and I'm losing energy. And see, that's what the enemy wants us to do, guys. He wants us to lose energy. Amen. So I thank God that the scriptures, amen, that he implemented, he put in place for us. Amen. So we can read them and like you study them and apply apply the word of God on tonight and every single day of our lives. Amen. So let's Amen. turn to uh second chronicles. Okay, second chronicles. Chapter fifteen. Fifteen. Thank you. 
Seventeen. Look at seven. Look at seven. It's fifteen or seventeen, ma'am. No, go to seven. Seven. Verse seven. Okay. All right, when everybody has it, everybody say amen, and their prophet is going to read it. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, Second Chronicles 5 uh-huh. or 15. Um, it's chapter 15, verse 7. 15, 7, okay. Okay. All right. All right. He's going to read. He's going to read. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. All right. Amen. He said, be ye therefore strong. So that means... Yes, we're gonna fight. We're gonna we're gonna have to stand in the fight. We're gonna have to be strong, which means even in our weakness, sometimes when the enemy try to knock us down through our weakness, it helps us build strength in in the midst of it. It it may sound like craziness and it may sound like a crazy cliche, but in the midst of it, while we're fighting, see we're studying the enemy while we're fighting him. All right? We may not get him the first time. We may not get him that very first time. But, okay, he's coming back at me again, so now I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm strong. So a lot. in order for us to be strong, we had to kind of get knocked down a couple times in order for us to build the momentum to be strong. Right? He said, be strong and let not your hands be weak. All right? These are our fists, right? This is our weaponry right now. All right? Your work shall be rewarded. So as long as we keep fighting and standing in the fight and being the warrior that he has called us to be, and then not allow our hands to be weak, which means we cannot afford to uh, uh, to throw any type of sucker punches. No sucker punches mean as far as weak blows. Because that the first time we hit the enemy, we want to hit him so hard that it takes him a little hot minute to get back up, right? We want to hit him so hard to the point that, He'll get him distracted. We want to hit him so hard to the point that he's like, oh, where, where did that come from? When they start doing that? You know, because think about it. In martial arts, they register the hand as a lethal weapon, all right? God has registered our hands as a lethal weapon against the enemy. So he said, let not your hands be weak. All right, so after a while, you know, when you be punching, you're punching, or after a while you do your exercise and you're writing and, and you're doing all that, your hands get tired, you start developing all these, you know, arthritis and all that stuff like that. Okay, after a while, you, it's kind of hard to kind of ball your fist, right? But after a while, after you're doing exercises with it, right, you, you're raising your hands, you're lifting your hands or whatever, what are you doing? You're building strength in your hands. You know, a lot of the physical therapy, they build in your hands. They do a lot of exercise with the hands, with the wrists, with the arms, everything. They do all that, the range of motion. They put all that, uh, the passive range of motion. They do all that and stuff like that to what? To build momentum in our upper body. All right? So he's talking about our hands. And then he said, what for our what work? He said, for your work shall be rewarded. So he's not telling us, he didn't tell us, oh, we'll, now, this is kind of controversial because it says, when when, it, when the scripture says, oh, um, 
he says the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Okay, I understand that. You're telling me to not to do nothing. So he tells us at certain points we don't have to do nothing. It's not like we don't do it all the time because if that's the case, this scripture would not come up and, you know, tell us, okay, therefore be strong, that you're going to be fighting, you're going to go through something, you know, you're going to have to use your hands, you're going to have to use your 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 weaponry in your hands, you know, we're not using no physical AKA 27s and the, the, the what you call the M16 rifles and all those stuff, we're not using that right now, right? But he's saying, we're, we said, don't let not your hands be weak. So that tells you that we always have to be in position when the enemy is getting ready to strike. Just like remember we talked about the eagle, remember the eagle knight, remember the eagle grabbed, um, swooped down and grabbed the snake, and he had him, and the snake was all wriggling around. But when it got back up to when the oxygen was so high that all of a sudden the snake went, it just trembled over. That's what he wants. He wants us to take the fight to the air. We can't take the fight on the ground because, see, the enemy is really trifling. He's really devonering. He, he, he can do a lot of things on the ground. But when we take our prayers and we take that fight to the air, that's when the enemy loses oxygen. He loses oxygen, so he can't bite you. He can't attack you. He can't, you know, use his tail to slap you around and stuff because we are up in the air. And when our prayers are up in the air and we're fighting in momentum with our hands, our spiritual hands in the air, the enemy can't do anything. We're leaving the enemy. We're leaving the enemy right there where he is. Amen. Amen. Yes, want to say anything? Yes, I want to um, read my version from the um, the Spiritual Warfare Bible from that verse. Okay. It says, okay. but you, because, but you all must be strong and not lose heart, for there is a reward for your deeds. Mm-hmm. That was my, from the, that's the Spiritual Warfare Bible. Mm-hmm. He said, do not lose heart. That means we can't give up. Right? We can't afford to give up. No matter what it looked like, it may look like a mess. Matter of fact, it may look like an even disaster. But he's telling us, don't give up. You know, be strong. Don't give up. Right? And, and you know, like you said, in, in that time, we definitely cannot afford to give up in this season because that's what the enemy wants us to do. And you notice in the midst of the coronavirus, amen, uh, 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 the ministries now are praying like never before. Before, not saying they wasn't, but it's like a lot of the churches are now. They're getting together and they they're like, oh, I'm I'm just going to be on my mind for this church, and I'm only going to be online my ministry and this ministry. But you notice know, everybody from different ministries are now combining on the line. Okay, that never happened before. So imagine. Five or six churches on the same block, and they don't even associate with each other. Imagine that. Okay? Here it is. God had to shut the church down and say, guess what? The phone lines ain't got no boundaries. <laughs> the Internet don't have no boundaries. Yes. It don't matter what ministry you go to or what ministry you're part of. If y'all coming together and hear a word, the Bible said, come and let us reason together. Right? So we're doing this thing together. It doesn't matter what church you go to or what ministry that you're, you know, that you're, you know, that you are uh, affiliated with, you know. And um, I think when people begin to uh, recognize that, 
they'll begin to recognize that, then they know that, like you said, the Holy Spirit doesn't even have no boundaries because you don't even have to have a title for God to use you. It, it, we all have a purpose. Amen. We have a purpose. All of us have a purpose. It ain't got nothing to do with no titles and offices and all that stuff. It's because he he's going to, like you say, in this season, he says that I'm going to pour out my spirit among my sons and daughters. All of us. Right? And he said, my son shall prophesy. He said, shall prophesy. And he said, the uh, he said, the visions of the youth will see the visions and and the dreams. Amen. The old man shall see dreams. Amen. The dreams and, and and things will start manifesting. So that tells you that in this season, that's what he's using. If he want to use a five year old right now to prophesy his word, guess what? He gonna use that five year old to prophesy the word of God. Amen. And people be like, whoa, this is amazing. You know, it's not amazing. It's just this is what he's using right now. Why? Because that child is willing to be used by God. So that lets you know right now, it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 15 years old and preach the gospel and preach it, preach it like as you've been preaching 50 years. You know, so he's going to use, like you said, he's going to use who he want to use in this season. And we have to be willing to, uh, willing to be open up to that, you know, open to that. All right. Anybody else want to say anything? I don't want to say something. Yeah, we just we just have to. Oh. Hold on, hold on one we second. Just, go ahead, go ahead. We just gotta, you know, just uh, can't be afraid to pray and and understand that we're gonna go through some tough times and some weary times and just knowing that the Lord is our help and understanding that we're not alone. But we gotta show Him that we 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 love Him by our time. And prayer and, and banding together and do song and prayer together and also in his word. And as we do that, we, we gain strength and we become effective when we, when we tap into more of his word and apply his word. You know, that we can be very effective if we, we're able to do that. And we can't be in the fear. You know, that's how, that's how the, the enemy steps in and tries to to hinder us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to be prepared for anything because the enemy can try to use make a lot of things to slow us down and bring us down. But uh, we just have to be strong and we just, we just have to take care for our family and God. And we always have to remember that God has his feathers and has his protective wings all over us. Amen. We just have to stay strong. Amen. Amen. Brockett, did you want to say anything? Want to add to that? No, no, I'm fine with that. That's good. I agree with Joshua. <laughs> all right. Everybody agree. Good. Amen. We all had valid points. Amen. Bible um, points and in and, and, and his words is scripture, sound doctrine. Amen. And it's amazing. Now this this one um I read from the message version that verse that uh, chapter seven verse seven it said but it's different with you. Be strong. Take heart. Payday is coming. What you say now? I like that. You hear that, y'all? I'm gonna read that again. It says but it's different with you. He said he's talking about it's it's a different thing with us. It's, it's we're the ones that we are we are the ones that are laboring out there, laboring out there, talking to people, 
praying with people, having conversations with people, giving encouraging words to people, and then he's telling us, he said, hey, but it's different with you. Yeah. He said, I'm talking, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, I ain't talking to nobody else. I'm talking, this is a me, you thing. He said, I want you to be strong, and I want you to take, he said, take heart, which means we got to be in a position that when you are fighting, you have to have the heart to fight. You're going to fight, you're going to go in with all heart. The military, what do they do? When they go to the front line, they battle the front line, they're on the uh, the front line foot infantry on that front line. What do they got to do? They got to have all heart to stand and fight. Whether they die for the cause, they're going to die for the cause because they're going to take all heart. So he wants us to know that even though, even if we even if we pass on, we'll still be able to understand that a reward is going to be for us, you know. So while we up there at the, at, the, at, the, at the front line, okay, let not your hands be weak. That means we're going to constantly be, constantly be shuffling. And we might have to stand for a little minute, and the other person got to fight, whatever. And it got to be like a rhythm thing. You know how, like, in a platoon, another example, a platoon, and you notice everybody in the platoon or in the barracks. They're in the barracks, okay? You got six people in the barracks. Okay, and you're in the middle out of nowhere. Maybe, matter of fact, you out there in Kuwait somewhere. Okay, you dig the hole. It was a digger hole. You're in the barracks. You notice, okay, they have two men up there with guns, two men sleeping. Right? And the other two strategizing. So when the, other, when the ones that are sleeping gets up, they have their guns. Right? The other one sleeps. Then the other one start writing, start strategizing. Then they kind of do a rotation. So you know that they always have one here, one left, one right, one front, one back, because you never know how the enemy is going to attack. So you have to have people up and down, which means that at certain hours that we pray, there are certain specific times. Everybody don't pray at the same time. And the reason why they don't pray at the same time, why? It's because there are different levels when the enemy, different times that the enemy fights you. Okay, the enemy fights. Okay, the enemy fights you from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the morning. The, the enemy uh, fights you from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. There's some significance in those numbers. From 6 o'clock in the, in the evening, when you're getting off of work, it's a fight trying to get home, right? And then when you get home, it's crazy. From 6 to 9 o'clock is another area of the clock, of, of the prayer time. Then from 9 to 12, hello. 9 to 12, that's another uh, prayer. So you notice if anything, if y'all ever paid attention, that sometimes in the middle of the night, God wakes you up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden you can't sleep. You can't sleep? So he'll wake you up 3 o'clock in the morning. You're like, ooh, I can't go back to sleep. You know why? Because he wants you to pray. So from 3 o'clock in the morning, from 3, let's say from 3 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the morning, he may allow you to be um visioning the, 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 the time frame that you're praying, somewhere in between that time, even if it's from 3 to 4 or from 4 to 5, he will have you up in the middle lane and crush your head like, oh, my God, what is going on? So he positioned everybody in, in certain ways. He may wake me up. He may not even wake. He may wake me up in the midst of, say, like, okay, 12 o'clock, I've been trying to go to sleep, and here it is. I'm supposed to take myself to sleep, and for some reason I can't sleep. Here it is at 12 o'clock. It's one o'clock, one o'clock, and I'm still up. You know why? 
because that is the shift of how the enemy, how the demons or the spirit in 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 the in the uh, they sit in the heavens begin to operate. They 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 shift the gears up a little bit. We sleeping at night. We supposed to be sleeping and resting, and we wonder why we have a bad dream between twelve and three, or from one to we are one to three. Or from 5 o'clock in the morning, we wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Because this is when the enemy goes on attack. Yeah. So he wants us to, like you say, stay strong, and we have to constantly. And then we got to allow ourselves to rest because, remember, you can't go in the boxing ring and we have never rest. The night before you go in a boxing ring and you know you're ready to go to war, you're not going to stay up all night, right? We're going to go to sleep, okay? The day, and then earlier that, of course, we're going to pray. You know, because we, we, you know, people in the spirit, they, they operate in the spiritual realm. They, they are praying, then they'll do the rest thing. But if, imagine if we didn't rest. So if you didn't rest, you know your physical body ain't going to rest. And then on top of that, your brain ain't going to be haywire because now you're not even functioning how the enemy, I, I just want to get this over with. I just want to get this over with, you know. No, we have to allow our body to rest. So in order for us to fight this fight, guys, we have to rest. Amen. All right. All right. Let's turn to Isaiah um, chapter 41 on tonight. Chapter what? Chapter 41? Mm-hmm. And we, um, Joshua, I want Joshua to read Isaiah chapter 41. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 41, yeah. So when everybody has it, say amen, and we'll have Joshua read 41 and 10. Yeah, he's going to read, yeah, Joshua's going to read 41 and 10, so let me know when you have it. I got 41 and 10, yes. All right, go ahead, Joshua. Go ahead and read it with him. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid. For I am your God. Mm-hmm. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Amen. He said, "Fear not, but I'm with you." So, so he telling us not to, not to get discouraged. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes the fight when we're fighting, we can get really tired. It's very tiresome because one minute you're thinking that the battle is over and oh, it's done for a little minute. And all of a sudden, we've got to start back fighting again. Like, what is going on? So that, that wouldn't leave you perplexed. That'll leave you going crazy. He said that I am God. I am God, and I will strengthen thee. So that's tell you right to heal. I want you to stay strong. So in the midst of this, even though sometimes a little fear creeps in, but then at the same time, I notice when we are afraid of something, I notice our anxiety goes up. Notice that when we when we we're fearing something and, and all of a sudden our heart start beating fast and everything starts beating fast. I don't know when I get angry. When I get angry, I notice when I get angry, my heart beats fast and my body goes hot haywire. I notice when I have fear of something, my blood pressure shoots down instead of shooting up. I guess everybody's a little different. So it, so what happens when body is building a uh, a defensive mechanism against what's getting ready to happen next, all right? So God is letting us know that even in the midst of, yes, he's telling me, I'm telling you not to fear. I'm telling you not to get discouraged, okay? I'm going to strengthen you in your process. I'm going to strengthen you all through these issues that you're going through. 
He said, I will help you. I got your back. I got your back. You know, and I will uphold. And you said, I will hold up you with my right hand, or right, his right hand. How do you say right hand? You say left, right? He said, I, my right hand. Because remember when Jesus, Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father. You notice that? He says, so that lets you know that even in the midst of that, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost got your back, guys. He said, I will uphold you, which means I will position you. I will, I got your back. You ain't got to worry about anything. I got something to hold your back up. In the midst, sometimes you feel a little tired, a little, you know how like when your body feels like flimsy? You know, some people are flimsy and some people, well, I'm a little flimsy today. He said, I'm going to hold you up and you're going to stand upright and I'm going to position you. So you don't have to take, you don't have to fight so hard because I've already, the, the battle's already won. All you got to do is just stand and fight. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, oh, we just get, yeah, he said, now I know that the, the scripture does say cast your burdens upon the Lord for he cares for you. That's it, your burdens or your troubles. But even in the midst of the trouble, God will even position you to fight. He said, are you going to fight or are you going to sin? Now, what if Job decided he wanted to give up, that he did not want to give up, even though uh, his cattle was taken, his children was dead, his wife cursed him out, his two friends talked about him like a dog, right? The bulls, the bulls um, came on his body. He was afflicted. Imagine he would have said, I don't want to fight. I don't want to stand and fight no more. Forget this. I don't want to do this no more. Okay? He could have did that, but he didn't. He didn't. He said, you know what? I'm going, I'm a fan. I'm, he said, you know what? Even in the midst of that, that actually strengthened Job's faith in the midst of his trouble. So just in the midst of that, he's not going to allow us to, you know, run away. We either run to it or run from it. Okay, we're going to run from it, but, it, I mean, we're still going to have to stand and face it. Guys, you're going to stand and face it. You know, um, anybody want to say anything? I know you can say something. The door is open. We gotta be, you know, ready for uh-huh. whatever the enemy tries to throw at us. You know, and we have to stand strong. We can't, you know, when the enemy tries to throw us, we cannot, you know, uh, allow the enemy to overtake us. You know, when when you see the enemy trying to attack our mind, our emotions, or any of that sort, we have to be able to to overcome it. Let them know, hey, get behind me. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you down. I ain't gonna let it affect, affect me. You know, we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta band together and sit together because you know, the enemy just wants to hinder and and to to allow us to to, to give up. Mm-hmm. And, and we gotta be able to to let them know that we are strong and, and he he is weak. You know, so we just have to do that. It's very important. We, you know, we gotta. Devil try to bring the battle to us, but we gotta let them know, hey, we ready for the battle. You know, we ain't gonna go in the tower, but we gonna we gonna continue fighting to the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right, anybody else? Remember anybody that, else? That, that that law they talked about in Florida called stand your ground. Yes. Well, as believers, we have to learn to stand their ground, not to whip out, tip out, fall out, or run mm-hmm. it and get out. So we have to mm-hmm. stand that ground when it comes to the things of God, especially, and not, you know, not faint. Right. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's turn to Jeremiah. Turn to Jeremiah, and uh, Jeremiah, and it's going to be the 29th chapter. Jeremiah. 29th? Okay. 
Okay, top of the flame, you're going to read that when everybody has it. When everybody has it, I'll wait till everybody has it, and then you can read it, okay? Yes, ma'am. As soon as, as soon as everybody has it. Amen. All right, everybody has it? Oh, Jeremiah is going to be 29, 29 and 11, 11 verse. Jeremiah. You got it? All right, Prophet, you can go ahead and read. 11, okay. Yes, And 11, Jeremiah mm-hmm. 29 and 11. For mm-hmm. thus said the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished, that Babylon, at Babylon I will visit you and perform my good works towards you. All right, okay. To a 10, all right, you just read 10. Read verse 11. Oh, 11, I'm sorry. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, and give us an expected end. My God, my God. Amen. So he, see the thing is, even though he he already prepares for the battle, he he knows how each one of us is going to fight. All of us fight different. Everybody doesn't fight the same, right? Why? Because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, meaning that each of us is different. The way that Prophet Haman may fight in the spirit may be totally different the way I fight in the spirit, but that doesn't mean that, you know, oh, it's one way. It's no specific way. Everybody fights different on the floor. When they fight in the air, you're going to fight different. There may be a difference when, when Prophetess Lane, she fights different. And then Joshua fights different. So everybody, you know, he knows the thoughts in our, in our minds, in our hearts, and he knows and exactly what's getting ready to take place. He already knows how the ending is going to be already because he's already positioned us and equipped us for such a time as this, especially in this season right now. Uh, people that normally wouldn't pray, they are praying now. Okay, uh, people that are normally going to the, the traditional church, they'll go and come home and, and that's it. They won't even pick up the Bible after that. But now it's to, because, I mean, they shut our church, shut the church's building down. You got to bring the church home, y'all. <laughs> you got to bring right. You got to bring the church home, y'all. As they say, let's have church. Okay, home church. But you know, the first church was actually a home church, according to the book of Acts two and three. Was a home church. It was not in a synagogue. It was not in the temple. It was in someone's house. Okay, so I don't understand how these big mega churches skirt the, the, uh, uh, act like they tune down people who have church in their house when the scripture simply says that we can. All right, so if you have it in your house, whatever, you just got to do what you got to do, obey the law of lamb, then some, and all that stuff. Okay, and that's what they're doing right now. They're having church home now. I mean, church, uh, the church building is considered a home. Right. It is. You know, the church building is God's home. That's not our house. It's not the pastor's house. It's his house. Okay? We just borrowing it. That's all we're doing. we just borrowing it. It's not my ministry, your ministry. Our, no, it really is God's ministry. He just he just made us be 
specialty coaches. See, all of us are specialty coaches. And we, because why? He's using the specialty coaches to draw folks. So certain specialty coaches may be able to draw certain people to the ministry. Then there are other specialty coaches that will draw other people to certain ministries. You got specialty coaches for homeless ministries. You got specialty coaches for prison ministries, right? You have specialty coaches for nursing home ministries. You got specialty coaches for everything. Youth ministry, everything. They got all that. We are specialty coaches in the house, the body of Christ. And he is the head coach. He's the head coach. We just specialty coaches. I mean, I don't know too much. We the assistants, all right? We handle it. We handle it. We have that business, right? We we the assistants and stuff. You got the assistants and you got the specialty that, that, that goes into certain specifics, you know? So he gave us these assignments so he know our thoughts, okay? So I already know what you think about yourself. I know exactly what you was getting ready to say. And it might not be too nice, but I already know what you was getting ready to say. Uh, and, and, and so because he knows that the enemy knows exactly how we think. Because if we open up our mouth, he knows exactly how we think. You know, but at the same time, we have to position ourselves to shield him from that. That's why I know a lot of people say, oh, why are we speaking in tongues and blah, 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 blah. we speaking in blah, blah, blah. And nobody understand that. Okay. Yeah, for real. Why are we speaking in tongues and nobody understand that? No, it's a communication between you and God because you don't want the end. Like something that you want specifically and you don't want it out in the open, you speak, you, you're speaking in tongues because you don't want that, the enemy, you don't want the instruments to carry back to Satan, basically. So you're talking in another language. He don't understand the heck you just said. He don't understand nothing. It don't have to be a specific way of speaking in tongues. It could be two, three words, and it comes in the way in, in the way God gave it to you. Yeah. It don't have to be a specific way. Everybody, everybody speaks different, speaks differently. But there is a gift of someone that, when once they can interpret the gift of tongues, that is a specific gift. Not everybody has that gift. Okay, everybody walk in, and you know this in, in Pentecost. Everybody spoke in tongues, right? They spoke in tongues. Everybody spoke in an unknown language, but then there was one that was able to interpret the language. So God will send somebody in because there's something that, you know, God is trying to get through, but he does not want the enemy to hear. So and sometimes we can even pray. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's why the Holy Spirit, you're not talking about the Holy Spirit giving the utterance. Right, you know, it's, correct. It's not from our body that the Holy right. Spirit, because Holy Spirit is a comforter. That's the one that Christ said he had to go away so the Holy Spirit could come. And the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit gives utterance. The words come from the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mm-hmm. come from our mind or our friends, but the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit speaks and gives mm-hmm. utterance what is going on. It's not so much the mm-hmm. enemy don't know, but the enemy mm-hmm. doesn't understand. But the fact mm-hmm. that the utterances of God is coming mm-hmm. um, from him down to the earth realm so he can mm-hmm. speak to our inner man. Mm-hmm. You know, our inner man is speaking and connecting with, with him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, But, yes, the enemy does not understand. He does not know that's a secret weapon. That's a silent assassin. That's what he calls a silent assassin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Because he never had no idea what you said. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Right. And um, like I said, once you de- once you develop that prayer life, he, like I said, he will he will speak to your spirit man exactly what he wants you to say, and he will through that person because ever like you say, everyone is different in the way they the utterance flows. Right? Everybody flow different. Some people flow in in, in natural words, and they'll say maybe a couple words in between that that may be a Hebrew word or a Chaldean word or something in in between. Uh, that because that's maybe that's how God deals with them, right? You know, so that that's you know not saying that it is oh no one can't do it. I, everybody can if they if they really uh get the phone before the throne of grace heavenly, it can it can flow. You know, um, yeah. right? I know sometimes I some when I'm sometimes when I'm preach, preaching, especially in a in a like not on the phone, but like in person, all of a sudden the Holy Ghost will speak something to me and say, tell him that, tell him this, tell him that. So he's interpreting to me, and I understand, to give it to words mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And we're not one of those churches that write down every every word. Some churches you go to, a lot of preachers just write the whole, whole message down on a tablet. Okay. But that's mm-hmm. not... You know that's the, that's not the unction. The unction is out of nowhere. God speaks a word. Right. That's right. You know? But a lot of those people go and do go to those get those doctorates and stuff just to get their um, their degrees. Um, mm-hmm. But necessarily coming from the utterance utterance of the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's the difference um, between us and them. Mm-hmm. You know right. that we get a word from heaven to give it to the people, as opposed mm-hmm. to writing a whole message down. Then that's not a word straight from heaven. That's coming from your words, what you think that you're writing. Right. But some people, but some people do um, preach like that. Some people do minister like that. Um, but I, I've always been taught that that when we preach, we preach under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Not from a notebook mm-hmm. paper, I might write a note to remember to do something or to say something, but to sit down and write a whole thesis for each to me, I can't do that because that's God's not talking to me through a piece of paper. But some people do that, but I'm I'm just not one of them. Yeah, I know. I know. Like some people do that. Some people do that, and and maybe because when you in a in a environment like that, um, writing like theses and, you know, writing on certain dissertations, um, you have to read what you write. So if you do, if they ask you to do a sermon and you had to do on a paper like for school or something like that, you have to do your research. You can't just put a whole bunch of paper things together. You actually have to do the research first and then you got to you know, it's like writing a regular paper. You write a regular paper, and you know that you got to have uh, the, the research behind it, the background behind it, and all that stuff. And then you have to, um, when you read it, when you're reading the paper, you know, it has to sound like almost as if it's authentic, you know. And it, it's just like, a you know, a lot of, like, speech and, and part of that empowerment as far as, okay, I 
study something. This is something that I didn't know before, but now I know now because I wrote it all on paper. So maybe some people are like maybe in the state they're so used to just writing it on paper. You know, like you said, not may not write the whole thing, but they do write notes to kind of trick us. Sometimes you do, you know, you write down your scriptures. You got to write, you know, you can write down your scriptures. There's nothing wrong with writing down your scriptures. And there's nothing wrong with writing down, you know, a little, you know, okay, well, this is a notation I want to put to this scripture. Okay, so I'm going to open this up. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's even nothing wrong is if you have a definition and you want to break down something, it's good to do that because sometimes at the beginning, um, you know, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with people that don't have a clue what's going on. So if you're, you know, introducing, doing an introductory, introductory, your introductory is basically telling them what is, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? Okay, so you write down your little notes, you write down, you know, your scriptures and all that stuff and stuff, and you've already did your research, you already did your study, so all you got to do is every now and then you look down on, you know that some people look down on the scripture, you know, look for the scripture, you'll look down on the scripture and you keep keep talking. You know, that's how it should, you know, and it helps, it helps because then you don't have to be flipping between the pages like, oh, uh, let me uh, turn this scripture, turn this scripture, turn that scripture, you know, stuff like that. But it's a study. You got to study. Yes, unction is, is wonderful. It, it, it's unction. Because sometimes you can study something and God will change your whole message. You're like, whoa. These ain't the scriptures I wrote down originally. Now I'm writing down a different set of scriptures because God don't shift the plan. So you, you, um, and it is. It's like you said, some people in those, in those big churches, those big churches, that's what they do. They write down, you know, like a, they actually type down the whole message, like as I'm if they're still in school. I had mm-hmm. a friend of mine. She, she would just get her straight from the internet and just add a little something, something here and there. Mm-hmm. And she had went to her her school and got all this stuff. And so she asked me one day, um, "Well, what what um, college did you go to school uh, for your degree?" I said, my degree is called neology. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> neology. <laughs> my neology, I get on my knees and I hear a word from the Lord. That's where I get mm-hmm. my neology. <laughs> that's it. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good one. You know, like I said, God, and I think that God deals with us very different, differently. Uh, um, he gives us specific purposes in the word. Um, in that time and stuff, but you know, he like you say, he tells us, you know, in the midst of that, you know, just don't be discouraged. Just constantly, just the, you know, use his word, fight with his word. We're gonna fight with his word. We're gonna fight with prayer. You know, we're gonna fight and we're gonna stand and fight. We're gonna fight as we said. I, we will fight a good fight of faith. So that's what we're doing. We're right now. We are fighting a good fight of faith. Amen. Anybody want to say anything? You want to say anything at all? Yeah, we, we uh, like, um, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knows everything about us. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what uh, the new year brings. Mm-hmm. He knows how we will end this year. He knows. And he knows where he's going to take us and where we will be. Mm-hmm. And like he said. The plans that I have for you, I know the plans that I have for you. He said it. So we just got to trust in him, uh, follow his word, 
encourage others of his word, mm-hmm. and just live. And live not in fear, but with faith. Mm-hmm. And through that faith, we'll be, again, effective together. Because we ain't alone. We follow on our side. So it's, if we have that faith, all of the plans that he has for us, they will, they will work out. Mm-hmm. And they will, he will, we will prosper. But we just got to be able to trust him. No matter what it is, trust him and trust in his word. He, has, he, he tells us, hey, I know the plans I have for you. Trust me. Trust mm-hmm. me. I'm a, hey, it may be a bumper road mm-hmm. before you get to the plan I have for you. That's right. It's going to be a bumper world, but everything will work out. You just got to keep your faith. Your faith be weary. You won't, you know, you won't get where I want you to go, but I won't, he want all of us to get where he has, he wants us to be. He got a plan for us, but it's up to us. Are we going to, are we going to make it there? We don't, we got to make it there. He wants us to make it there, but we have to say, you know what? God got a plan for, for, for all of us. God got a plan for me. I want to get there. So if I, I'm able to keep my faith in him and trust in him and, and honor him, I'm going, that, that plan going, I will prevail. We all will prevail, but we just got to have faith, and no matter what obstacles may come, we just got to be able to trust him, and, and, and everything else going to fall into place, mm-hmm. going to fall in line. Amen. 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 All right, we can turn to God. Go ahead. Go ahead, property. Go ahead. I was going to say, Go ahead. Um, I think that word, that scripture there, runs reference from that Jeremiah where we're at, running to yes. straight to the first part of Jeremiah. And said, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's room, and I mm-hmm. have a plan for you. So I think that mm-hmm. runs reference from that from that um, scripture as well. Right. Amen. 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 Go ahead. You, do you remember when uh, God spoke to Jeremiah? He, he spoke to him, and he told him to go speak to his people. And he yeah. was very young. And he, he was, and Jeremiah was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, why, why? And he was like, like afraid or whatever. But God let him know, hey, once I, once you go as I have instructed you, mm-hmm. the word, I'm going to pass out those words, those words along through you to others. Amen. And he, but he had a, he had a, Come into his mind and say, you know what? I'm 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 following my father. I'm following him and I'm honoring him and I'm gonna do what he has instructed me to do. He, at first he 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 was afraid. He was like, you know, what can he do? What can you? He, we can do anything, but we got to be able to when he instructs us to be able to follow mm. his instructions. In the beginning, he he wasn't he wasn't uh able to do that, but God. Spoke into him and let him know, hey, you're gonna do great things and mighty things, but you gotta be able to, 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 you know what? No matter what, you gotta be able to, 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 to be encouraged. You gotta be able to, to follow my instructions. And once he did that, he blossomed. And that's what we gonna with us. If we follow him and not be fearful, and and, and you know, we may go on a limb. You know, we. May, you know, we may fall off sometimes, but we got to be able to follow. When he tell us to move, uh, speak to his, speak to this person, speak to that person, mm-hmm. we got to be able to move. 
No matter no matter what outcome may be, we got to be able to to move. He got a plan for us. He had a plan for Jeremiah. He got a plan for all of us. That's right. Man, we just got to be able to trust him through and through. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and we have to have the faith, too, to believe that what God says is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen. You know, if God promised us, promise is a promise. So that whatever he says in his word, it, mm-hmm. it shall come to pass. But we have to believe it by faith. The same way the Bible says that, it says the worlds are framed by faith. So whatever God says us to do, we have to do it all by faith. The thing about Jeremiah, I thought Jeremiah was, and it, I love that scripture when he goes and he talks about, um, he went to talk to his church people, and I forget which chapter it was, and then they actually put him in jail. And Jeremiah said to himself that, you know, he just felt like this, that, that, that there's a fire shut up in his bones. Because he had gone to the church, he was telling them what they were doing wrong, and they didn't like it. So we have to just stand and believe, like a boxer, fighting. There's different kinds of fighting, fighting, whether you can stick and stay, jump around the ring, hug a lot, okay, or whatever. We have to learn which is the best way to tactically attack the enemy and to win. And we don't go out to, to just beat around the bush. But just knock him out flat as soon as you can because he's after you. He's after your head. He's after taking your head your head off of your body. You know. He's 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 out to destroy you at all costs. Anytime you see a fighter in the ring, when he's sitting on his little bench, his face beat up, his eyes almost shut. He's exhausted, just putting water on his face. They're putting mm-hmm. water on his back because he's exhausted, mm-hmm. but he's still fighting, right. and that's what we have to do as believers in Christ. We have to fight with all costs. Uh, just, just keep, just keep get going up, keep getting up, keep getting up. Right. No matter what happens, almost like that movie with Rocky, how Rocky mm-hmm. was tore up from the floor, but he still kept mm-hmm. fighting. You know, his face was swollen. You could see his eyes. But he said, I'm not going out. He kept hitting. He kept, he kept punching. He, because he was ready and he was determined that he was going to, uh, uh, to destroy the enemy at all costs. And it hurts. We don't understand a lot of things in our lifetime, but we must just, just keep going as if we will win. And eventually, we don't know how. He didn't tell us how. He didn't tell us when. But he said we will win. You know, we're winners. You know, in the process of everything, no matter what we're going through, you just got to, you know, wake up in the morning. I say to myself every morning, I wake up and say, God, this is a day for a good day. I'm going to, and I, I even prophesy to myself every morning and say, I'm going to live a long time. I'm going to preach a long time. I'm going to stand a long time. I'm going to look good all a good all long time because I'm prophesying to myself that what's going to be is going to be. So if you're going to, you're going to be a winner, you've got to act like a winner, talk like a winner, uh, exercise like a winner, read your Bible like a winner. We've got to win the battle at all costs. My God, my God. Want to say something, Papa? Okay. Hey, Joshy. Yeah. Even though um we going, th- I know we're going all we all of us are going through some tough times, but we just have to keep hopes um hopes on hope, and God will give us that hope. 
Like, if you're feeling down or anything, you just gotta read some scriptures, read some scriptures, like, daily. No matter. You can just read, um, lift your spirits up. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That, that's right, because that's that, that's our food. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceeded with out of the mouth of God. So we definitely can't live without our, we can't live without our bread. Yeah. <laughs> and living water, you know, we, 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 we feast on his manna. This is feasting on the manna right now, which is the, the manna, his word. Amen. It says the manna. Amen. This is his manna that we're feasting on. Amen. You so know, we, we give that. Yes, go ahead. I want to say this about, um, about, about Joshua. I thank God for Joshua. Um, he's a young man, but I want to tell Joshua that what always looked good is not always good for you. And as a young mm-hmm. man growing up and getting into his teens, he's going to be tempted by a lot of things. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is you can win now or you can win later. And when you get wisdom, you know what to do, what not to do. It's not what mama say, what daddy say, mm-hmm. but what is God saying to you, you know. And when if you can stand where you are, Joshua, and continue to read the Bible and do these things, don't be a... Uh, indoor outdoor saint one way with your mama and and us and another way when you're somebody else be the same and god will bless you from the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet because you stood in opposition like a young man david was a young man but he loved god and he did what was right and maybe sometimes he made mistakes but he went back and he repented and and joshua can stand and be a uh, 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 young man among a, long, a young man his age that can tell them about Jesus. And sometimes they'll pick on the kids and call them little, little um, preacher boys. But I tell you what, mm-hmm. that old preacher boy will, reach, will get into heaven and bring a lot of it with him if he just stands his ground. Like, like us, we have to learn to stand our ground mm-hmm. and not run, but fight with all mm-hmm. our might. My God, my God. Amen. And I remember even when I was in middle in middle school, I was in you know middle school too. Uh, when I was at Parkway Middle School down in Miami, that, that's what they used to call me, church lady, because every time I was always witness to somebody, or I was you know I was always you know into my into my I used to carry my Bible and everything, read my word, whatever. And then when we got you know the first phone, and you know I didn't get my first phone in high school, but back then we had phones, we had beepers. <laughs> You know, yeah, we, had we had the Beatles, but in middle school, you know, we had our Bibles. We had our Bibles, and see, at the time, they they didn't discriminate bringing the Bibles in the school. But now they're like, you know, they, they took the prayer out of school. They took all these things out of school, you know. And then one little kid, uh, they said one little kid on news had brought the Bible to school and stuff, and they tried to suspend him, you know. And he continued, yeah, and, and he fought. His parents fought it. His parents fought him because we have a, according to the constitutional law, we have the right, the right to uh, our freedom of religion. Right. We have a right to our, our, our freedom of religion. To stand right. around the pole to pray. Right. And as a yeah. club, you can't establish a Christian club after mm-hmm. tr- after school, but it has mm-hmm. to be um, an adult present, and they have some rules, but they don't tell you things. They have to, you have to let them know that you do know because they're not going to want you um, to do those things. But that's why um, the schools are so wild now, because they're so into doing whatever they want to do. 
mm-hmm. uh, because they've been given so free so long. But I believe that's right. one of the reasons this virus is running rampant. God's trying to get his people back together, you know, and, and find out where the real church is and what are we right. going to stand for and what we're going to right. teach our children to do right. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna truly teach them, you know? And like I said, even like I said, we we used to stand around a flag and stuff like that. They used to, you see, you know, and it was at like three o'clock. We used to stand around, you know, flag and stuff like that. And then they used to like, you know, well, why y'all doing this? Whatever, but we do it anyway. We, you know, we had a little prayer group. We had a little, you know, Bible study like right after school, you know. And, and, and it worked. It worked out. They didn't. They didn't bother. They didn't bother us or whatever. But it's like you know. And then from that, the high school they branded me. Oh, the church lady. That church lady. You know. And it was. It, it was good. It, it, it didn't bother me because I knew who I was. You know, and I know who I am now. You know. Yeah. Ma, that senior church lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. People gonna they call your name. People gonna pick on you. They gonna ridicule you. Yes, they have public high schools. They have um public school libraries that have uh, school library libraries outside of school. Those things can be used, but most yes. don't have enough strong young young women and young men will say, I'm not I'm gonna be celibate. I'm not running around having sex before marriage. I'm not running around cussing and screaming. I'm saying and you have to have a standard to say, Look at man, I don't it's all right but I'm I i do not use that kind of language so I'm see you later, I'm going. Somebody got to stand it. Somebody got to stand up because at the mm-hmm. end, God will bless you for doing what you know is right. It's easy to do mm-hmm. wrong, but sometimes it's not easy to do right because you have all these things pulling at you. Right. You know, and now you have a generation of the girls want to go with the girls and the boys want to go with the boys. And and somebody don't want to know who they, who they want to be one day. They want to be a boy and the next day they want to be a girl. That's the devil himself. Satan has just stepped in on all mm-hmm. these different personality disorders and all this other stuff. No. We have to set a standard. And if we have to fight to save our children and, and fight for our grandchildren um, mm-hmm. and the standard that we stand, they see, they want to see the God in us. You can tell me all you want to about other things. But when you're at home, you see the real mom and daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Because that's going to have to set the same, like you said, the standard has to be set at home. So when they do go out to school, they'll know exactly, you know, because it starts from home, you know, like you said, home. The first ministry is your home. Yeah, it's your it's home. not a church. It's not your home. home. You can't do right. that I mean, you can do right. it be all raggedy, you know, toe up from the floor up. Right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, we have Joshua chapter 1 and 9. Since it is the book of Joshua, chapter, chapter 1, verse 9, we're going to have Joshua read it. <laughs> okay.
We wait on Joshua for and he'll read the chapter read it to us. Chapter Yeah, chapter one. And you're gonna read verse nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, you ready? Go ahead, we ready. Haven't I command you to be strong and courageous? Courageous. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid or be discouraged. Mm-hmm. Discouraged. Mm-hmm. For the Lord, your your God, mm-hmm. is with you whenever you go. Oh, all right. He said, I commanded thee. Have, he said, I'm telling you just to be strong. He said, I want you to be encouraged. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Everybody may not be around to encourage you, but sometimes you just have to encourage yourself. He said, be strong. Be strong. I mean, we have to be in a position to fight and be in uh, a position, the weaponry to stand our ground. But at the same time, everybody is not going to agree with what you're doing. Everybody's not going to stand with you, what, what they, but he said, I just want you to be, be strong and be in good courage. Now you think about this particular, this man right here, uh, Joshua, Joshua was one of the, he was a very militant man. And then he, he was also the successor of Moses, right? He took over the responsibility of Moses after Moses died. So imagine, okay, someone who's, who was over, uh, who had a military rank and all of a sudden now he had to be the leader of people. Okay. So he had to went from being a military rank until now he had to be a people person now. All right. He had to be a leader. So he was trying like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm able to stand in the midst of how am I going to be able to deal with what with, with Moses was dealing with in here. Now, you know, I'm used to, like, strategizing the military and stuff. And you mean now I got to be dealing with people? You know? Yeah. So he like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be strong. I, I, he said, well, be strong. And he said, wherever you go, wherever you go, I got your back. Don't get discouraged with what people think. Don't get discouraged with what people say. You know, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have your back. Amen. Yes. My Bible says that the same scripture. It says, have not I commanded you be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed Mm -hmm. for the Lord, your God is with Mm -hmm. you wherever Mm -hmm. you go. Mm hmm.
and being discouraged. We can't go back to work. We ain't got no money. We're running out of food. He said, but no, be strong, courageous. Do not be afraid and be dismayed. For the Lord is your God and he is with you. Wherever you go, cold 19, I say to my people, don't be worried. Don't be dismayed for I will be with you. With you. Wherever you go. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So that's the word right there for us tonight as well. That's a word by itself. Yes. Amen. Covert, covert 19. This is uh-huh. the word for you right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do not be afraid. Do not mm-hmm. be afraid. Be strong. Uh-huh. That means powerful. Right. Be courageous right. means no matter what happens. Keep going back in the back. Do not be afraid. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's word. And so even if the battle is presenting itself, you know, in, in the midst of that, you know, and even though that we see the statistics going up, we see the statistics going down, we see the stock market crash, you know, we give, you know, things are coming out the root work, normally don't come out the root work. You know, all these things, like you said, that are taking place, you know. And uh, like I said, if, if we can all just, like I said, constantly revert back on that word. You know, the word of God, you know, that's what's going to sustain us, the word of God that's going to sustain us. And, and also with the prayer, our prayer life, that, that, that's what's going to, that, that is what is going to carry us through this, this battle that we're going through. You know, we're in the boxing ring right now. And some of us right now are fighting for our lives because a lot of people don't know, you know, First, they said it was affecting the old people. Then they said it was, and then, and, and then here it is affecting people, you know, our age. You know what I'm saying? It's affecting the, look, babies are dying. All that stuff is taking place and stuff like that. So that let us know, for one thing, we know that death does not discriminate when it comes to age. Uh-huh. Death does not discriminate when it comes to age. So that, that, that let us know right there. It don't matter whether you're young, old. You can be 100 years old. You can be you can be fifty years old, you can be ten years old, you can be a baby. It does not discriminate. You know, it does yeah. not discriminate. You know, even in the midst of like, oh my God, these people are gone, but I said, You mean to tell me God, you still gonna get glory out of this? And some of the people are leaving early, but then you know thought about it, I said, Well, we're in our pre tribulation time right now. So yeah. some of us are were predestined to go early before you know, ahead of our ahead of time because, like you said, they may not be be ready or be able to prepare what's getting ready to take place in the tribulation period. You know, so I, and I thought about that. I really thought about that. I said, are you serious? These people just dropping off like flies and stuff, and now this is what's happening. May yeah. I read my notes here from this Bible here? It says this: yes. um, the resistance we face in mm-hmm. the Christian life. We face threefold enemy, the world, Mm -hmm. the flesh, Mm -hmm. and the devil. Mm -hmm. Deliverance from Egypt pictures Mm -hmm. our rescue from the world. Canaan Mm -hmm. represents what is rightfully the believers now. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the land of flowing in milk and honey. It Mm -hmm. is abundant life and promises Mm -hmm. By Jesus in John ten ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to read that there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So we're awesome. not we can't be we can't be discouraged, we can't be worried. And even if you are, read the scripture and say, Lord, this I'm giving your word back to you. I don't understand it, but your word says and your word does not lie. Be ye mm-hmm. not afraid. Be ye be not discouraged. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Be ye not discouraged. Be strong. Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. So if you go to China, he's there. If you go to Africa, he's there. If you go to Texas, he's there. If you go to California, he's there. He says, wherever you go, whatever you battle you go through, whether it's financial, social, economical, Wherever you go, the Lord will be with you, and do not be afraid. Maybe we'll get a bumper sticker. I'd love to make some bumper stickers pass out, say, <laughs> or make some hats and say, "Do not be afraid." <laughs> Amen. I think that'll be a uh, good. That will be a good one because you know, and um, add a script, add the scripture to it. You know, so they'll be able to like. Right, you know, because that that's what's happening in um in this season. Amen. Well, we have one more scripture for tonight. Amen. Um, we can turn to First Corinthians, and that's a chapter. Yeah, First Corinthians, and that's a chapter sixteen. And it's verse thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's First Corinthians. You said, yeah. Okay, First First mm-hmm. Corinthians. What what chapter? It's going to be chapter. Uh, I think it's chapter First Corinthians. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. It's First Corinthians, chapter sixteen, mm-hmm. verse thirteen. Yeah, okay. Help. All okay. right. We'll wait till everybody have it first because we're waiting on Joshua. Hold on, hold on. Okay. We're waiting on Joshua. Okay. Let's put a little man. Okay. Yeah, First Corinthians, um, chapter sixteen. Yeah, chapter sixteen, sixteen and thirteen. Mhm. Mhm. All right, and probably can you read that last chapter, the last one, the last one, the last one for us. Okay, it says thirteen. It says watch. Stand fast in the faith. Be bold like men and be strong. That's what it says, mine. That's the thing. That's my Bible that says that. Okay. And you, uh, you, what, what, is your, what is the King James Version? No, this is my, um, my, um, this is 
spiritual warfare battle. Okay. All right, Prophet, could you read could you read uh, the King James Version? Huh? Okay, that's what you would say? Okay. All right. It says, Watch ye stand it fast in faith. Quite quit you like men be strong. That's what it says. In other words, it says, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, and give all you got. Right? Be resolute and love without stopping. Love without stopping. Okay. Keep your eyes open and hold tight to your convictions. Hold tight. You say, so you got to hold tight and hold firm to what you believe in. Hold tight and hold firm, you know, uh, to everything that you're standing for. Do not allow yourself to dare yourself to compromise, uh, especially when it comes to, like you said, the word of God. You know, quit you like men. Quit you like men. That's the, that's the King James Version. Quit you like men. That mean, give all you got. You got to give it all you got. You know, be resolute. That means go face, be straight to the point. You know, and t- basically tell it like it is. They tell it like it is. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like it is, and and and, and uh, keep my eyes open. He talking about our spiritual eyes. Keep our eyes open. You know, because yeah. uh, uh, this type of war, you can't walk in with your physical. You have to walk in with your spiritual eye. You know, um, the eagle eye. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. All right. Anybody else want to um throw some com uh, out comments and then we're gonna close out tonight. Anybody want to say anything? I'm more than welcome. Yeah, look at another. That sixteen and what I, I'm turning another Bible. I'm looking James. It says. Okay. It's first First Corinthians sixteen and what. Okay. Mm-hmm. At 16 and what? Mm-hmm. That's 16 and 13. 16 and 13. Okay. Let me right. over one more. Okay, this is King James Version. It mm-hmm. says 16, uh, 16 and 13, right? Right. It says watch. It says, this is King James Version. It says, watch ye and stand fast in the faith. Mm-hmm. Quick, quick, Q-I-U-T, you mm-hmm. like a man, and be mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, it says, watch, uh, be continually on your mm-hmm. guard. For right. Christ comes, it's Matthew twenty four forty two, and then right. you enter not into temptation. Mm-hmm. Matthew 26 and 41, 5, that, that you may mm-hmm. be worthy to escape all these things. That's mm-hmm. tribulations. Uh, number five, it says, for grievous wolves will come. Mm-hmm. Five, in prayer, watchful in prayer, watchful mm-hmm. in sobriety, soberness, right. and uh, in all things. That's it. Those are words that was uh, on this King James Bible, um, the notes from it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. 
All right, guys. We uh, we thank God for tonight, Amen. Uh, for the discussion on tonight, Amen, Amen. Stand and fight your ground, Amen. On tonight, so we just thank God for what He is doing, allowing God to use us, Amen. On tonight as a team, Amen. We give God glory, Amen. Like I said, that's a, that's a what they say a corporate anointing. Indeed, it wasn't a corporate anointing on tonight. Um, that everybody worked together and put in, amen, as a team, amen. So they, so we know that we in the, we in the ring, even though we in the ring, see the enemy doesn't even know that it was, it was four or five counterparts in the midst. See, all he see is one. All he see is one. But if everybody are, are functioning among the body of Christ, he said we got one, he said one Lord. Even though we have one Lord, we got one body, but we got many members. Many members mean that means the limbs, you know, the arms, the legs, you know, the feet, and everything. And so when everything is falling in alignment, uh, alignment in the ring and stuff, especially when you're fighting against the enemy, you see, he don't know what punches was coming from. He didn't know if the revelatory word was coming from Papa Homan. He didn't know if it was coming coming from Joshua. He didn't know if it was coming from from you or or even me. He wouldn't even know because of the fact that. We came in the ring. We came in the ring knowing that what what we had to do. One thing is not to uh to blow fake punches. We're not blowing fake punches because he didn't even know where the word was coming from. Amen. So we thank God on tonight. Amen. Think on tonight and just conclude. Amen. Our 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 tonight. Amen. And um and we thank you for for allowing us just to be in this presence one more time. Amen. Make sure everybody tune in on Tuesday night. Please, guys, tune in on Tuesday night. Amen. Tuesday night in God's word. Amen. At 9 o'clock. Amen. Tune in. Tune in. I want everybody to tune in and pull that support. Amen. And on that Tuesday night. Amen. I greatly appreciate it that we all continue to work together as a team and as a unit. Amen. It's a one band, one sound. Amen. So we all sound the same. Even though that there were different ways of the of the word is being interpreted through the word of God, through the understanding what the word is released from your mouth, but we are one is together as one. So we thank God for on tonight. Uh as we get ready to close out on tonight. So we're gonna ask our prophet, give uh Prophet Hallman if he can pray us out on tonight. Amen. And we're gonna close out service tonight. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the blessed word that was given tonight. Father God, the word that we received tonight, Father God, I pray that we are able to take that word that we were able to to take tonight and hear tonight and apply this, that word and apply it and make it a part of us. Each and every day, apply it and make it part of us and spread it from person to person, and make it part of us each and every day. And we thank you, Lord, for the word tonight, and Father God, us reading together and talking about the scriptures together, and pray that we all honor your word, and that we keep your word, Father God, because your word is our strength, and you are our strength. You are our help. And Father God, we lift you up and we give you praise, and we just give thanks to you. Because you are, you are where our help comes from. And without you, 
we're nothing. And we can we cannot do anything without you. And without your word, we, we are nothing. So, Father God, we thank you and we give you praise and we thank you. And we lift you up. And we magnify your name. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. So have a blessed night on tonight. Amen. And we'll see you see you guys tune in on on Tuesday night. Amen. In God's word on tonight. God bless you. Have a blessed night, everyone. God bless y'all.